There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. We were going to talk about RMD. M-O-U-S-C, um, <laughs> required minimum distributions. There's some confusion about that. Um, people not sure, what, you just want a benchmark of how much I have? Do I have to pay it? What? what in, and when do I have to do it? Sure. So here's your chance to lay the groundwork, scout, get out there, <laughs> lay the groundwork for us, and tell us what's going on. All right. RMDs, or required minimum distributions, exist because we have these retirement savings accounts called IRAs and 401ks and 403bs and SEP IRAs and 457. At the end of the day, all these things are pools of money that you have set aside that you haven't paid taxes on yet. That's okay for me. Sure. It's yeah. great, right? Yeah. Got I, all that I, money tax-free. Oh, wait a minute. The government... <laughs> Wants their piece of the, the action. The government needs that. I got you. Okay. <laughs> That's right. So IRAs were, you know, informal case were, were developed, um, and you're able to put money in on a pre-tax basis. Okay. Right. So it helps reduce your your taxation in any given year that you make a contribution. Okay. And this was done to incentivize people to save for retirement because uh, Social Security doesn't cut it. Um, pensions used to cut it, but eh. For some people, they still do, but most people don't have them. I was going to say, not around much. No, they're really not. Um, we, that should be another show. We talk about uh, pensions. They're they're almost gone. Um, but we've got people that have been putting money into these. Hang, hang on one sec. Yes, pensions are almost gone. Do you envision an environment where they would ever come back? Not given the current tax code. Okay. They're not incentivized. Employers really don't have much incentive to provide a um, – uh, a, a pension, and one of the reasons is that it's now can be it's 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 now it can be a liability um, uh, for corporations that offer it. Really? We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. Interesting. But, okay. but the tax code is is really uh, weighted against um, pensions. Okay. There's, there's not much incentive. All right. So we have folks that have been putting money into these retirement accounts, and they've amassed typically the vast amount of their wealth uh, in these accounts, mm-hmm. and the government has been waiting for 20, 30, 40 years to, to tax that. So at age seven and a half, that was the traditional age for years and years and years, you would get a little letter from your custodian typically saying you've got to take a certain amount of money out of your IRA. Okay, and That's they know how much your required minimum distribution. It's you. It's a formula. Okay, uh, you can look up the tables on the IRS and get it. Um, okay. It's much easier to allow your custodian to do it or your provider if you've got a four hundred one k. Most of them do that. It's ultimately your responsibility, but they're there to help, and in often cases they will. So it was seventy and a half, and then along came the Secure Act of two thousand nineteen, and that changed the RMD from seventy and a half to age seventy two. Okay. So now you had an extra year and a half where you didn't have to take money out of those retirement accounts. You could avoid that taxation. But at 72, you're going to have to start taking money out. And the amount is typically, it changes every year. It typically starts around 3% of your total 3%. asset. 3 So if you've got 100000 in an yep. IRA, they say, listen, Peter, you got to take 3K out this year. Okay. Right. But they're going to calculate it. You've got to calculate it for your IRAs, your 401Ks, your 403Bs. You've got to add up all your assets. Yep. Uh, and determine what that might Wait be. All my assets? 
all of your pre-tax, all of your oh, okay. okay, we call them qualified accounts. Okay. Those are the pre-tax uh, accounts. Okay. Okay. Um, now the Secure Act had a further revision in 2022, and it increased the RMD age from 72 to 73. Now you get to wait until then. And they had a little foresight. They say, you know what? People are living longer. They're working longer. Let's bump it up a little bit more. Come 2032, that age will bump to age 75. Okay. But? There's no but. Oh, okay. But I was going to say, if, <laughs> if you're, uh, you're going to hit 74 next year or in two years, it's, you know, that, that gap is not going to make any difference. That's not going to make any difference yeah, until okay. 2032. Right. That's correct. Right. Okay. That's correct. See, there was a but there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important to pay attention to those notices, by the way. Um, you are prescribed to take out a certain amount every year. If you mess up and you don't take the right amount out, you may say you take less, yeah. or you don't take any at all, I don't know, you forgot about it. Well, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, there used to be a 50% penalty. Ow. Right. So 50% of what? Of the RMD amount. So let's say your RMD amount was um, 5000 Okay. Okay. And you missed it. Now it's 5000 plus 50%? Well, it's 5000 Well, right. So it's 5000 or minus 50%. So 2500 is now a penalty you're going to have to give to the government. And you have to pay taxes on the 5K. Ah. So it was it was hugely onerous. Really, it was, wow! It was indecent. I mean, that yeah. that's that's very egregious. The Secure Act uh, reduced that to twenty five percent. So if you miss it, it's a twenty five percent penalty. Understanding that people are prone to make mistakes, they're human. They said, "All right, listen. If you fix it within two years, we'll uh, we'll drop that penalty to ten percent. So wow. it's better, but pay attention. Yeah, I guess pay, pay attention to these things. Wow." Fifty percent—that is, that is onerous. It's huge. Wow! And, and if you inherit an IRA, by the way, yeah, um, you do have to take. You've got that ten-year rule, right? Uh, you got to empty that account within ten years. In certain circumstances, you also have to take RMDs. If the benefactor, let's say your grandmother left you money, okay. and she was eighty, and she was taking RMDs, and she leaves you a hundred thousand dollars, and you're twenty-five years old, you have to continue with those RMDs. Oh. So you have to continue to take that out. So okay. you can go on. You need to go on and, and calculate how much you need to take out every year and then report that to the IRS. There's good online tools to calculate your RMDs. Uh, you can go to the IRS and pull down their paperwork and whatnot. But there's, you can go to Schwab or any of these other places uh, and, and look at these calculators. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, so so the penalty now is 25%. When does it go to 10 if you fix your mistake within two years. Okay, okay. So is, if I forget or getting cranky and don't want to do it, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm looking at 25%. But if I take care of it within two years, it, that's knocked down to 10 It'll knock it down to 10%. Okay. It, it's still a lot of money, but it, it's, yeah, be it it's better versus 50 right? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, I talked a little bit, um, and we'll just talk a little bit more about that, the inherited... Um, yeah. IRAs and the RMDs. So the SECURE Act, prior to the SECURE Act, when you inherited an IRA, you had your lifetime to take the money out. Correct. Okay. You're 20 years old, and you're going to live to 85. Um, you had 65 years. I'm good for, with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To take to take that money out. Yeah. Um, 
Again, unless if you're not the spouse, if you're not more than 10 years younger than the person who left you the money, or if you are uh, permanently disabled, you have to take it out within 10 years. Those other three are called eligible designated beneficiaries. They can take it over their lifetime. If you're not, you've got to take it out uh, within 10 years. What happens if I don't? Penalties. Oh, okay. (laughs) These same penalties? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was a separate set no, of penalties. No. So okay. you, you have to take that out. Uh, there's been a lot of confusion about this rule, and the IRS has been providing guidance since it was put in into legislation. And so over the last two years, the IRS gave you a pass if you messed up these RMD uh, uh, withdrawals. Okay. Okay. But that's over. Everybody, it's all clear now who has to do what and how much and when. And so pay attention and make sure you get those RMDs uh, going forward now because there's going to be no more, as far as we can tell, uh, no more free pass from the IRS. When do I have to take my RMD? In the year that you turn, well, you get. Is there a date? When? Is there a date? No, I'm sorry. It can be at any point during the year. It can be. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if. if you know, on, on July 3rd, that was the when you had a report. No. Okay. You can take it out at January 1, December 31st, all at once, or you can spread it out. Um, it doesn't matter. Okay. You, you can take it out um, at any point. So it's within a year? Within the year. Okay. All right. No, for some reason, I thought um, RMD was had to be done on a certain day. No. Okay, good. Nope. Now, here's some other complications to this. Oh, good. As if we didn't have enough. All right, fine. (laughs) So uh, your RMD is calculated on each account you have. Okay. So you have an IRA of 200,000, you calculate the RMD. You have a 401k of 100,000, you calculate the RMD. You've got another IRA, you calculate the RMD. In aggregate, that tells you how much you need to take out during the year. Across your IRAs, you can calculate what the RMD is for each, and you can add them together, and then that money can come out of any one of those IRAs or equally split. Okay. Right? You, you've got some flexibility there. Okay. Um, the same thing goes with a, um, a 403B. You can also add up all the assets and, and take it out either out of one or, or separately. If you have multiple 401Ks, however, and I've got several clients that have had these. They've come in and said, yeah, I've got five 401Ks. Okay. You've got to calculate the RMD requirement for each, and then the amount has to come out of each one. You don't have the option of pulling it out of one or the other. I like the former scenario because if you have, uh, let's say, a couple IRAs and they're doing different things, you can now prioritize or strategize where are you going to take the money from? Maybe one has done really well and the other hasn't. Well, okay, let's do take some money out of the one that did well because we're basically just you know taking profits. Yep. Um, but if you don't, you, you, those four, uh, 457s and 401ks, you don't have that luxury. Interesting. You've got to do them separately. So once I figure out the RMD, and, and as you pointed out, the government kind of knows how much they're looking for from me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, how do I, is it an electronic transfer? Am I writing a check? What, how am I 
getting them their money. Most folks get a um, uh, like an ACH transfer into their checking account. They do. Okay. They do. That that's the easiest way. And, and what we do with our clients at Davis <sighs> Wealth is, uh, you know, clients will say, "Listen, I want it every February one." We'll get the paperwork in. We'll say, "Okay, this is going to regular thing for for February one." Yep. If, however, you make a mistake. Okay, you miss it, right? Yeah. And you're trying to fix this thing, you know, to avoid the the big penalties. Mm-hmm. What we recommend clients do is they take a paper check on that. Okay, okay? take a paper check um, to get that RMD for the one that you've missed. Right. Then you've got a piece of paper now that documents. Oh, Peter took out the twenty five hundred dollars, um, and then you pr- you put a pretty concise or comprehensive letter to the IRS explaining what happened, providing the evidence of the check received. You're creating a paper trail Got it. Uh, for yourself. We think that, or we find that that really works the best. You, you know, you get the electronic transfer, but it gets lost in the cloud. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's always good to have paper in some cases. I like the idea of um, having a specific date every year. That you know. My financial advisor knows about that I know about, and that we just get it done. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. And, and some clients, we they just take it out monthly, like they split it up by divide by twelve. Oh, and they take it out monthly, and then that counts as they, they use that as their income, so you know, like, over the course of a year. So it's like paying quarterlies to the IRS. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Paying, except doing it monthly. Exactly. You, so you yeah, can do and, that, and, and they can withhold it. You know, your bank custodian will withhold the money, uh, and they'll submit that to the IRS. So if I owe five grand. I can break it up into 12 payments and just sure. ship it to them every month. Yeah. You know, you, you know what you can't do? What? You can't take out 10 and say, just apply that extra five for next year. Oh, yeah. Right? You no. can take out more in any given year, but yeah. you get no credits uh, for future requirements. Yeah. The money's going back in the bank. Thank you. <laughs> no, I get it. Wow. Lots of stuff. Eligible, non-eligible, designated. There's all kinds of stuff. It's it's complicated, and the Secure Act really muddied the waters for a lot of individuals. Um, there was conflicting uh, advice from attorneys and tax accounts and the IRS uh, on what to do after the Secure Act was signed, and it's really been difficult for everybody trying to determine exactly how to you know how to how to do this. Do you see a revision to the Secure Act 2.0? Because this is an election year. Promises are going to be made. Uh, do you see Washington muddying, further muddying the waters? And we, and obviously, you can't no. plan retirement predicated on what may or may not happen. But do you think that you know we again, Social Security is coming up? You know, oh, it's going to run out of money. Nobody's saying, right? Let's solve it. Is it time to unmuddy the water with a revision? So the Secure Act, from my perspective, both yeah. of them. Yep. The original one and then 2.0 were largely positive. They were largely very beneficial for, yep. for savers uh, and for, for, for retirees. Um, There's a lot of changes made uh, to that, which I think were, were, were powerful, such as the Roth 401k. Yep. The 10-year withdrawal of um, inherited IRAs, yep. you know, it's, it's not great. But I, I understand why they did it. What was muddied was the fact that how many – Senators and congressmen had their hands on this thing, and it just wasn't necessarily clear with regards to these inherited um, IRAs and the RMDs, right? But we've, you know, the IRS has clarified it, and I think I think we're clear now in terms of revisions to the Secure Act. Sure, I mean it can happen anytime. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I'd like to see some some more changes, you know, to make things a little bit more. 
beneficial. Um, but who, who knows? I, you know, I'm not a forecaster, especially yeah. with regards to what happens in Washington. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.